Happy New Year, my dears. That's right, it's Mama J here for Sexually Liberated Unashamed Talk Radio. That little thing I like to call slut radio. I'm glad you decided to stop by this evening for the Ball Drop Podcast. Before we get started, though, I'm curious. How many of you actually tried some of those little things, those little sexy things that we talked about the last time to uh, try and make the time pass faster this long, long, long week? Uh, and did you, uh, did you introduce any of your own sexy little ideas, your naughty ideas? Because, you know, that one week of the year, because Santa's list only goes from the beginning of the year, right? You've got a week of time that you can be on that naughty list and it not count for next year's naughty list. But you've already gotten your presents, right? That's the loophole I've been hearing about this year. That's one of the good things that 2020 has brought us, is the recognition of that little Santa loophole. So, did you have any uh, naughty adventures this week? I'm, I'm curious. I'm very curious. Um, as for me, I have uh, been too busy to take my own advice. And I need to definitely schedule some me time possibly this weekend uh we'll we'll have to see so on today's menu we are going to have a quick discussion on new year's resolutions love them or hate them it's that time of year you gotta talk about them right and then balls it's our ball drop podcast right we've got balls high as balls cold as balls hot as balls face it babies Balls are fun, so we are going to talk about them. And then finally, we are going to make our toast to usher out 2020 and welcome the sweet baby new year of 2021. And hopefully, hopefully this baby won't get stuck in the terrible twos, right? Okay, it's time for my uh, one, my obligatory shout out, and that's my Dave, my Dave Saga. Uh, my Dave soap opera, my Dave uh, lust, whatever, whatever you guys want to call it. We'll, we'll, ha- uh, we'll let me know some uh, good names for this, and we'll call it something other than you know my Dave shout out. But shout out to Dave Portnoy, and I will keep you informed and up to date if he ever takes me up on any of my offers after I pick myself up the, off the floor from fainting because uh it's just so unlikely but uh or or if he tells me you know to go fuck myself i I will be heartbroken i will be absolutely heartbroken but somehow i'll manage to go on that was my my anticlimactic dave portnoy shout out but either which way it goes with Dave, and like I said, I'll keep you guys informed whether he, uh, whether I ever come to his attention or not. But either which way it goes, with the object of my lust and desire, those Fiji over water bungalow blue eyes, oh my goodness, I could get lost in them. Anyway, so have you guys seen the news about him and what he's doing to help small business? 
you really should go check it out if you haven't. Uh, it, it, I'm telling you, what he is doing, you know, in the, in the Grinch, how at the end of it, the Grinch's heart grew three times and exploded that little device that measured it. Well, this would make the Grinch's fucking heart explode. It, it, you can donate as little as $5 and, or you can, you can donate a huge, obscene amount of money. Whatever you feel comfortable with, you can do it on a monthly basis, you can do it as a one-time deal, and, and every penny, as far as, to my knowledge, every single penny goes toward helping small businesses stay open in this time of, of need and crisis. And at the time that I am making this podcast, they are close to raising $11 million. And yeah, that's a lot of money. And it sounds like a huge amount of money until you think of all the small businesses affected by COVID. So, thebarstoolfund.com. Go be a hero. All right, babies. Let's talk about New Year's, okay? Just real quick. What about resolutions? I'm, I'm going to tell you, me and resolutions, as far as New Year's resolutions go, is it's a dismal failure. I have never been able to keep a New Year's resolution in my life. If you are one of the people out there who can stick to your New Year's resolutions, go you. Kudos to you. Yay you. I will shake the pom-poms at you and rah, rah, rah and all that good stuff. For some reason, they just don't stick with me. Now, I'll tell you this little, little nugget of information, though. When I do make a resolution to do something, I try to put it in immediate action. Because if I don't, if I'm, I'm the type of person that when, when I used to smoke, okay, I would say, yes, this year, on New Year's, I'm going to stop smoking. Well... That didn't happen. I could not keep that date for whatever reason. I, 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 I couldn't tell you why, but <laughs> I could not do it. But if I, well, I won't tell you how I quit smoking. That's a whole nother story. It's a very, 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 very long story and a painful one. But, so maybe that wasn't a good example to use. But I have made resolutions with myself in the past and once I put them into action once I resolve to do it I just put it into action right then and there I guess that's what I'm trying to say so I don't make New Year's resolutions per se but for me I just make resolutions and then put them into immediate action now I don't make resolutions very often because they are life-altering things, usually. Even something as simple as, say, <clears throat> something as simple as quitting, quitting smoking. It's not simple, folks. That's the hardest thing I ever did. And that includes being a parent. So take that and do with it what you will. But uh, if you are the person that can make your resolutions, do it. I envy you and I applaud you, my friend. 
You know, I said that when I decide to make a resolution, a, a life-altering decision, and I say, okay, I am going to do this. I have spotted the problem. This is how I'm going to fix the problem. And I'll put it into action right then. Well, babies, I have made some sexy resolutions. So, and I'm, I'm trying to actually do them right now. Yes, I have put them into effect. Okay, the first resolution is not being so quick to come. That's one you have to work on. <laughs> uh, it, it's not going to happen the first time, but I have been trying to edge myself, I guess, and take a little bit longer with myself anyway, because that's all I've been doing is masturbating. I haven't had a friend with benefits lately. So that's my first resolution, and I, like I said, I have to kind of work on that as it's, it's not something that I can put into effect, like, you know, picking your socks up and putting them in the hamper every day, guys. <laughs> Sorry, it's a guy thing. I just thought of it. Okay, another one of my sexy revolu revolutions. Yes, I'm starting a sexy revolution. Who wants to join me? Now, my sexy resolutions is I would like to be able to come multiple times. And right now, it has happened in the, I guess, in the last few years. It has happened a few times, but it is next to impossible for me. And I'm going to tell you, I have had a couple of guys think that when they are absolutely murdering your G-spot, they think that this 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 phenomenon that they've they've uh, enacted this it is it, it's squirting but it's not coming it's not an orgasm and i've i've had them tell me oh i just made you come multiple times no, dude, you didn't, because did my eyes roll back in the back of my head? Did my toes curl up? Did I scream, you know, God's name? No. So, you know, stop murdering the fucking G-spot, okay, people? That's, that's, that's not coming. That's not an orgasm. Anyway, sorry, I'll get off my little soapbox. But... Being able to actually have multiple orgasms is not something that I've been able to do. And, well, not as a general rule. And that is something I am very interested in doing. So I am trying to do that, at least with myself. It's, it's kind of, again, that's another one that I, I would really like to have a friend with benefits that could help me in this endeavor. You know, the not being so quick to come, edge me a little bit. And then when I do come, don't give up on me. Make me come again. That's hard for me to do. I just get frustrated and my attention wanders and I'm like, oh golly, I'm hungry. <laughs> 
no, no, concentrate. No, we're talking about sex now. No, no, no. Gosh, I wonder what's on TV. No. So, another sexy resolution that I've made, and I am actually doing this one, is to use my sex toys more often. Because lately, I've just been a hands-on kind of gal, if you know what I mean. I've just been jilling off using my fingers. And while that gets the job done, you know, I bought these wonderful, wonderful sex toys. I have the house to myself. Why not make use of them? It's, it's not like I have a house full of relatives right now. So, you know, if you do, that I'm sorry. <laughs> but, or, or maybe you want a house full of relatives, and that's fine. I know that my relatives would make me a little bit crazy, and that's only because I love them so very much. When, when you love so much, it makes you crazy sometimes. So yes, anyway, I, I can use my sex toys more often and I have been doing that. Um, another one is something that, or the, my last sexy resolution that I made is I have noticed when I do have sex with a partner, I don't use my words as often and as a result, my body language tends to be misconstrued sometimes and misunderstood and maybe the wrong thing happens. And I'm going to use my words more often, but again, with the, with the other, the multiple orgasms and the quick orgasms, I need a partner for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to scream to my dildo, ride me, daddy. <laughs> I, I just, I, I, I can't. Okay. Um, all right. So that's it for my sexy resolutions that I, the ones that I am able to act upon now, I am doing. And I have made personal resolutions that I've already put into effect. So here's hoping that they stick, right? Uh, so far, so good. And you know how that goes. It's, it's usually getting things started. That's the hard part. So I've already done that. So cross your fingers for me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to talk about balls, baby. That was my southern accent. It is time to talk about balls. You know the balls I mean. Those soft little sacks just filled with jizz. Oh. Mmm. Mmm. Mm, okay, I'm sorry. My mind just went uh, went to a, a lovely, lovely place. Can you say bukkake? Did I say that right? Is it bukkake or bukkake? Anyway, if you don't know what that is, look it up. If you do know what it is, well, that's where my mind went. Anyway, when I, I, I got to tell you, when I was doing research for this podcast because I just don't know enough about balls, okay? I, that's the truth, and I, because I don't have them. You know, it's like asking a guy to do a podcast about boobs. 
He knows what he likes. But is he going to be able to do a podcast about the... Well, a guy probably could. Guys could talk about boobs all day long. I just don't know enough about balls to do it. So I had to research. And most of the articles, I have to say, disappointed me. We need people out there with open minds, people. We really do. If you have an open mind, you're listening to this podcast. I can tell you that. If you have a closed mind and you're listening to this podcast, now is the time to tune out. Most of the authors of the articles that I read either made bald jokes, which that wasn't what I was looking for. I was looking for interesting things about balls, interesting facts. And I found a lot of medical articles. I I really did. And like I said, ball jokes. But I came across articles that were written by men and women. One article called Bodily Fluids, Icky, gross and disgusting and that's that's directly from the article i did not embellish that icky gross and disgusting is what they called bodily fluids mm-hmm cocks were called ugly and disgusting and so were balls now i admit a lot of people do not find human genitalia or genitalia of any kind attractive. That is their prerogative. That's fine. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder is what they say. I think cocks, balls, pussies, asses, assholes, tits, all of it, feet, hands, everything on the human body, I find very interesting, very fascinating, and in most cases, very beautiful. The only case I don't find it beautiful is when somebody's mind is just, just, you know, those puppy kickers is, is what Miles and I call them. People who kick puppies. So those are the people, yeah, your attitude matters to me. The rest of you can be sexy as fuck. And if you have a shit attitude, well, go home, leave. I don't want to be around you. So, anyway, boy, I got sidetracked there. If you can't be open-minded, just don't write articles about things. Don't, you don't, if you can't be open-minded, baby, you don't need to be trying to have intelligent conversation as far as I'm concerned. If you're not open-minded... I don't feel like you can have an intelligent conversation. Anyway, it just irritated me, if you can't tell, that somebody would call parts of the human body gross and ugly and disgusting and, you know, calling the bodily fluids icky. Well, if you're talking about vomit, sure. But if you want to kiss someone or ejaculate on someone male or female what the fuck business is it of this prudes anyway 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 I'm sorry okay so I've got some fun facts 
and follow the bouncing balls, boys and girls. Okay, just a few of the things we call them. We call them balls. We call them nuts. We call them cajones. Bollocks. We call them family jewels. We call them testicles. So many names for balls. Not as many as there are for boobs. We'll have a boob day. One of these days, I promise. Boobs are just great. But no, balls. There is a beer in Iceland that is made out of whale testicles. Okay? And not only is it made out of whale testicles, but those same whale testicles are first dried. And no, they don't use like hickory chips or, or oak chips or anything like that. They use dried sheep shit to smoke the whale testicles. Now this sounds like an acquired taste to me. I, I, can, I can imagine doing one or the other, but I cannot imagine drinking a beer that used sheep shit to dry out whale testicles as an ingredient in your beer. No, just no. I'm not a beer drinker anyway, so there's that. Did you know that the word avocado and the word orchid, avocado is from the Aztec language and orchid, the flower, is from the Greek language and they are both derived from the word in those languages that means testicles. Yes. So avocado and orchid are derived from words that mean testicles. I thought that was very interesting. Now, you know, when, when guys get their balls, their nuts, their ball sack just, you know, injured, when they get that injured, uh, we all are aware that it is painful. Those of us that don't have the ball sack cannot relate. But did you know that the female does have an equivalent of the balls? Yep, that's right. It's our ovaries. And I guess if you look at it that way, it makes sense. The balls are where the sperm is kept and the ovaries are where the eggs are kept. And that's what makes a baby. Okay, anyway, but the ovaries are tucked up all nice and safe inside the body. And of course, the balls hang outside the body, usually, usually. Um, I've read all kinds of medical articles about undescended testicles. Very interesting, but I just, it, 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 that was too much for me. So I didn't want to go down that path right now. And so for our case and purposes, it, the balls hang outside the body and are much, much, much more vulnerable than those ovaries. Why is that, though? I mean, why do the eggs need protected but not the sperm? I mean, well, okay. For sperm to be viable and be able to fertilize the eggs, they need to be kept at a lower body temperature then those eggs, they need to be kept five degrees cooler than the eggs. That is why the ball sack hangs down. 
for ventilation. As it goes back to that old boxers and briefs argument. If you, you know, wear briefs, the balls are tucked up closer to the body. The sperm gets hot. It's not as viable. So there you go. There's our biology lesson for the, for the day. And I'm going to tell you guys out there, just wear the boxer briefs, baby. They're sexy as fuck. Okay, balls also react to the cold. If the sperm gets too cold, it's not going to be viable. Same way as if it gets too hot. So, the ball sack actually, I know the penis does this. I found that out from watching an episode of Seinfeld. And I, anyway, the ball sack also retracts, pulls everything closer to your body, and adjusts it, you know, like a thermostat to the right setting. So this is one of the reasons balls swing lower in the warmer months or, you know, when you're getting all hot and heavy inside, but it's cold outside. So the balls are going to swing lower when they're warmer. I didn't know all this stuff about balls. I, I don't have balls. So I knew some of this stuff, but I didn't know. Now this one... I know that my boobs are different sizes, but I didn't know, guys, balls were typically one is going to be bigger than the other and one's going to hang lower than the other. Now this one, this is my last, um, my last little fun fact, my little bouncing ball. Did, did you know, did you know that during the Middle Ages, Men, you know that men wanted male offspring back in the day. Okay, the men who were hoping for a male child would sometimes cut off his own left testicle because that was where the medieval people believed this is where girl children came from, was the left testicle. Boys came from the right nut, so yep, they'd cut their own nut off. What do you think about that? I'm sure that we do things that history is going to look back and judge us for if, uh, if there is a history. Anyway, peeps with penises, hear ye, hear ye. I've got some questions for you. Okay, we had my little fun facts, but I've got some questions. Now, see, like I said, I don't have balls. I don't, I don't have the equipment. So... Peeps with penises. When you are being sexually pleasured, do you want more attention paid to your balls? Now, one of the reasons that I ask is because I like balls. And I did not know until I did all this research, I didn't know that the scrotum is also as sensitive as some parts of the vagina not the clit but the scrotum is actually listed as a major erogenous zone for guys i did not know that and i am very very timid around balls when it comes to handling them i i am so afraid i'm going to hurt them so when we who are doing the pleasuring are doing the pleasuring, what 
do we need to do so we don't hurt the balls? Now, if there are guys out there who suck cock, you already know the answer to this. So, just sit down and suck a cock. <laughs> but girls who don't have balls, listen to this. Listen to the answer that your guy tells you. If you've got a guy, if you don't and you don't need to worry about balls, yay you. So, go back to munching some pussy. That sounds delicious. So, what can we do to pleasure the balls if they are that big an erogenous zone? Uh, what can we do and not hurt them? Do one now. I've got a little list here of things that I like to do because I, I am very timid around balls. Licking, sucking, drooled and slobbered on. I love that. I don't tickle balls. I was wondering about that. Are balls ticklish? And if so, uh, how would you feel about that? And again, with I've got caressing on this list, but again, I, I don't know how much pressure to exert. Is that going to be different with every guy? Is there just... One of my issues, too, is I tend to lean toward just being rough in general it's not that I like rough sex which I do actually sometimes depending on my mood but it's just that sometimes I when I was a kid and I was I was always the one to break the vase you know that ugly vase that grandma got your parents for their wedding <laughs> that's me I would break that I I just I am not a very gentle person and knowing this, when I get around something that is this delicate, like balls, I tend to lean away from it. So I want to know what I can do to have more self-confidence around the balls and be able to handle them. And how do you feel, peeps with the penises again, how do you feel about teabagging? I gotta say, I like to take teabagging to a whole new level. I love balls. What can I say? I love balls, okay? And I don't mind teabagging a bit. Mm, okay, manscaping. As, as a person who just as you may have gotten the idea, I adore balls, but I prefer them hairless. So is this, I want to know how easy it is for guys to do this. Because again, you know, I, you know how to handle your own balls. I wouldn't know how to do it. I wouldn't know how to shave around the balls. I could shave around the dick, sure. But I, I would, I would be afraid to to try and shave around the balls. But I like them clean shaven. So dudes that do that, 
Yay and thank you, dudes that don't. Try trimming the uh, undercarriage and see if your lady doesn't visit it a little more often or your, or your fella, either one. Trim that undercarriage and see if uh, you get a little bit more visitation down there. Of the oral kind, I mean. Or, or a handy, I don't know. And this leads to... Okay, so the manscaping... I can't speak for everyone out there who who likes a good ball sack, okay? I I prefer it to be clean and like I said, hairless. Uh, if if they're just trimmed, that's fine too. I don't like big wads of hair, I guess. That's just me. And I like them to be clean. I don't mind if they're a little sweaty. I don't mind that at all, and I certainly, well, I'll get to that in a minute. But I don't, I, I don't like them to taste like soap either. <laughs> so, clean them. Clean them well, but rinse them. Rinse them really good, because nobody wants a mouthful of soap when they, when they think they're getting a mouthful of balls. Mmm, yuck, soap. Soap is icky. Soap is icky to have in your mouth. <laughs> you know, I have seen ads for ball cleaning kits. And I don't mean bowling ball cleaning kits. I do mean that there are ball cleaning kits out there on the market now. And I think that is fabulous. They are very interesting. They have like a... Um, I don't know what all they've got in them. I, I know I looked at them a couple weeks ago just because I, I they popped up on my timeline on one social media or another. And so I clicked on it. Of course, it's what the algorithms want us to do, right? So I clicked on it. And I don't know... I don't know how it this algorithm got to me because I don't have anybody to buy the manscaping kit for. It must be because I was researching balls. And these, these, uh, these two companies popped up at me, and I'm not going to give you their websites because that's not what I do, but ball cleaning kits, they're a thing. Look into it. Google it. Um, there are at least two companies out there of which I am aware that make these kind of kits. I haven't tasted it on anybody like I said, I just found out about them. So I can't personally recommend it one way or another. But I, as if, if you're a guy out there and you definitely want, you, you got a big date coming up and you think you might be getting ready to get some head, you might want to invest in one of these ball wash kits. Okay, anyway whatever so here's my big question I did a Twitter poll on this I'll pull that information up okay the results of my Twitter poll at the time of recording this podcast I've still got a few hours left on it but honestly I don't have very many followers right now my account is not 
very active and you know how that goes I'm, I'm assuming because you started out at one point on Twitter and I'm just starting out so I've only had a few people respond but I did ask some of my friends so the question was this penis wielders after sex how do you prefer to tidy up down there the answers you can choose from were clean up <laughs> no a bath or a shower, a towel or a washcloth, or you like to have your partner clean you orally. Now, the tricky thing with this is keeping those answers that I got from my friends in mind because they answered it uh, to me. They didn't take the Twitter poll. So they said that they would prefer the towel or the washcloth and that brings my total up. Let me do the math here. Yep, that makes it a tie. That makes it a tie between the towel or the washcloth and having your partner clean those lovely, lovely juices off your penis and your balls. Guess which one I prefer. All right. So... The, the last thing about balls, and you should expect this from me by now, I'm a mama, right? That's the first part of my name, Mama J. Guys, check your set. You should check them every so often. You can have your lover help. At, at, at the point in your life that you're listening to Slut Radio, you should know how your balls normally feel, okay? If you don't, become familiar with them. And if you at any time feel anything, 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 anything out of the ordinary, see a medical professional, okay? And this is going to be like a lump or a bump or even a, a hard patch of skin. Just anything that is off this is why you should get to know your balls your lover should get to know your balls and they can help you and i'm serious because this little medical fact is the only medical fact i'm going to share with you because it scared me testicular cancer is typically diagnosed in younger dudes okay younger dudes from the ages of 20 to 39 that's my target podcast audience so please check your balls please they're precious you should also be doing self-breast exams guys but that's a whole nother podcast okay so we are done with the balls babies now we're going to talk about 2020 here for just a minute all right, so we are saying out with the old, which is 2020, right? And like I said earlier in the podcast, 2020 was like a toddler that got stuck in the terrible twos. I am not gonna, I'm not gonna go over all the ways that 2020 went off the fucking rails. We all know how bad it's been. It's been all the way from personal to global. Everything in between has been affected, but 
you have to look because there have been so many triumphant individual stories of like phoenixes rising from the ashes and and things like that so there is good you've got to know where to look and I know that my country is in a crisis it is in crisis I know that and it's alarming and there are a lot of moving parts in that and I'm very very hopeful very hopeful that laws will change and minds will change and minds will open and this is my little ray of sunshine is I am I'm hopeful for a real change and a positive change to come out of these crises 2020 was a bad year there is no getting around that Un unless we're actually in the matrix and somebody wants to reprogram it but I don't think that's gonna happen if you look in the right places you can find some good things so let's raise our glasses go get you a drink I'll wait okay let's raise our glasses and just say farewell 2020 and here's to 2021 and clink okay glug 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 all right that's all for today babies it's time to get your pen and paper or your smartphone or your computer or your <laughs> your your stone and chisel however you want to take this information down my website is slutradio.fun my twitter is at slutradio1 the number one my instagram is slut underscore radio my snapchat is slutradio my Facebook page is at slutradio96. My Pinterest account, you can see some, some sexy pins there actually, is pinterest.com backslash slutradio. Thank you babies for letting me have those sweet, sweet ears of yours. And tune in in 2021. We're going to have some fun and interesting discussions. I think we'll discuss the clit next time. What do you think? And guys, if you need a map or, or well, I don't know. Guys, if you need a map, tune in. We'll get you there. Happy New Year, and I'll see you in 2021, babies. Bye-bye.